Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of RoadDirt.tv, a new motorcycle media covering what we like to call the ride life. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. I'm actually enjoying a cup of coffee by an open window on a warm, sunny spring day late in March. And I want to tell you a story about a very unique form of American motorcycle racing that dates back uh, way back in history. We call this uh, the Moto Mosh Pit. And I'll tell you about it. A fan once remarked to me, if motorcycle racing were a rock concert, flat track racing would be the mosh pit. I found that a rather humorous yet apt description. Racing handlebar to handlebar, wide open on mile and half mile dirt track ovals and TT courses, flat track racing is as unique to the original form of closed course motorcycle racing as somebody can experience. With a history dating back nearly 100 years, flat track racing is raw, loud, up close, and personal. Formerly known as the AMA Grand National Championship, the series was formed and sanctioned by the American Motorcycle Association back in 1954. The GNC back then was the premier motorcycle racing series in America, really up into about the late 1970s when Supercross came into prominence. Having acquired the rights from AMA Racing for the 2017 season, the organization now known as American Flat Track has jumped forward full throttle, really, propelling the sport back into the mainstream of American motorcycle racing. The 2019 racing season by now is well underway, with race teams running nearly every brand of motorcycle imaginable. But most notably this season, I saw a preponderance of Indian and Yamaha teams, especially in the Twins class. Speaking of classes, there are three classifications that make up the 2019 season, which began back during Daytona Beach Bike Week in mid-March, and it'll run till the closing round in Meadowlands, New Jersey on September 28th. First classification is called AFT Singles, and it features production-based 450cc uh, single-cylinder bikes from all the major manufacturers, focusing on developing young talent. AFT Twins features production-based larger displacement twin-cylinder bikes in several configurations, running 90-plus horsepower and reaching speeds of over 140 miles an hour on some tracks. Twins is truly the premier class of AFT. Of interest this year, I saw the debut of the Astro Invitational class with racers riding old vintage Bull Taco 360 single-cylinder two-stroke Astros from the late 60s and early 70s. I haven't seen bikes like those in years. In all the classes, there are uh, larger corporate-sponsored teams with multiple crew members and full traveling repair shops and tool shops, and then smaller what we call privateer teams made up of family and friends operating out of their own trailers. But they all share a common bond of a deep passion for this sport, and they share camaraderie in the pits, if not always on the track when they're racing each other. I had the opportunity to attend the Atlanta round at Dixie Speedway over in Woodstock, Georgia back on March 23rd. Dixie Speedway is a 3 8 mile approximately, high banked, red clay surfaced oval track, very unique on the circuit during the season. Motorcycle racing hasn't graced this track in nearly 30 years prior to AFT's return back in 2017. 
Now the stands are packed with thousands of dedicated loud race fans. When I attended the round back in 2017, their first, uh, it was the second round of the, of the season, first time motorcycle racing had been at Dixie in years, I rode in on a Triumph Bonneville Street Cup, which was on loan from Triumph North America for an evaluation article. But then this year, I rode in on my own Street Cup. I had bought myself a Bonneville. I just thought that was interesting. So I parked, picked up my, my press credentials, and wandered around the paddock in the pits, snapping photos and talking with riders and teams. I happened upon Moto America pro road racer Trevor Standish, a contender in the popular Junior Cup series who was enjoying the racing there with his father. As we were talking, Trevor observed, many of us road racers actually got our start in flat track racing, which gives you a real good skill set of traction management and control that translates well to road racing. He said, I still enjoy flat track racing whenever I can. I had been granted uh, field, infield access for the races all day, given to several members of the press who were there. I tell you, the engine roar across the track and the stands was loud, immense, and watching the race heats from the infield in 360 degrees was just exhilarating. I stood right along the fence at several different points for photos and just to feel the racing. To say it's adrenal an adrenaline rush is, is an understatement. Flying by me at speeds well over 100 miles an hour, almost within arm's length, or at least it felt like it, was just indescribable. The red clay dust, the engine exhaust, the crowd noise, the moto thunder of the bikes, it was all addicting. There's simply nothing as exciting as a day at the races. Between the race heats, I talked with several AFT members. One AFT senior official I got to talk with reflected on the draw of the sport. I asked him about the appeal of flat track, and he reflected, I love the long history of this type of motorcycle racing. It's American through and through. It predates motocross, road racing, you name it. The only thing older is board track racing. A little later, I got to talk with twins class racer and top 10 finisher Robert Bugs Pearson, and Bugs quipped, I love the Dixie Speedway short track here. It's so exciting and fun to race on. You're hard on the throttle, then you're up on those red dirt embankments sliding the rear of the bike around. Just such a thrilling track to come to. The racing was intense and ran on into the night through all the various heats and semis in all three classes. Multiple crashes across the afternoon and evening saw multiple restarts and time delays, but worse, there were several injuries. A couple severe in the singles class, severe enough which required medical evacuation. It really is a dangerous sport. The Astro Invitational final was won by an injured 55-year-old guy named Davey Durrell who went down hard early in one of the earlier heats, got up, restarted, and then made it to the main event and won. He's one tough little dude. Davey's been racing since he was about 10 years old, still going strong. And I like that because he and I are the same age. The Roof Systems AFT Singles, presented by Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorneys, their final saw an exciting, dominating performance delivered by number 22, D&D Cycles Gobert Smash rider, a guy named Dylan Gauthier, who took the checkered flag on a Honda CRF 450R pretty much running away from the pack to take an unchallenged checkered flag. Dylan had won here back in 2017 when I first attended, and then he endured a suspension last year 
So this victory was really sweet to him. He said, it's a crazy feeling, man. I got the whole shot right out of the beginning. I led every lap and then won the main. It's just awesome. It's an awesome feeling. I could feel it in his voice. In the premier AFT twins presented by Vance and Hines, that class, the battle to the finish came in the form of number 44 Kennedy Racing and Brewster Racing rider Brandon Robinson besting five-time and defending Grand National Champion Jared Meese, who rides an Indian, to the finish line. The champ had broken out of the pack early, taking over a commanding lead, but Robinson methodically battled his way through the crowd on every lap all the way up to second place, was finally on Meese's rear wheel with five laps left of the 25-lap race to go. On lap 22, Robinson jumped around and took a outside overtake and then stayed on it and held off Meese all the way to the victory by a mere 0.621 second margin. That was one thrilling race to behold right to the finish line. Fans of American flat track come from many walks of life, young and old, white collar and working class, city slickers and country hicks, all bound by a love for this primal form of motorcycle racing. The stands and the lawns around Dixie Speedway were packed and the fences lining the perimeter wall covered with faces and fingers, all wanting to get as close a view and a feel as possible. Event planners and Dixie Speedway officials estimated the crowd attendance to be over 6,000. The racing certainly didn't disappoint. If you ever have an opportunity to attend a day of flat track racing, you really should take advantage of it. You'll find it a day thrilling and well spent. If you want some more information on American flat track racing and details about the races and locations, tracks around the, around the United States, you can go to www.americanflattrack.com for all the details. Well, thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode pertaining to motorcycle racing, specifically flat track, as much as I enjoyed attending it. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Be sure to check us out at www.roaddirt.tv for this and all kinds of other articles. We, like we say, we cover all aspects of American motorcycling, as we call it, the ride life. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Until next time, ride life. Have a great day.